Welcome everybody to the second round of Bite Sized English. I have come back after a year away, um, and so we're going to start with an episode talking about returns and comebacks. So in this episode, I'm going to talk about what it means to come back, what a comeback is, and we're going to use we're going to talk about return as both a verb and as a noun. So this episode, like I said, is going to cover just the word return and the phrase comeback. Uh, they can mean similar things, but we have lots of different ways where you can use those two those two words and phrases. So we're going to start with the word return. Um, return means, as a verb, to make a journey back to the place where you came from. So there is an idea of movement to a new place, and then there's an idea of going back to the place where you started. So there's kind of a, there's a point where you're at point A, then you go to point B, and then back to point A again. Um, when used in English, when we when we do it in spoken English, it sounds fairly formal. So it's more for written down. It's not very commonly used as a in spoken English. Uh, you'll see it on things like airplane tickets. So if you get return tickets, that means you get a plane ticket. It flies to a city and then flies back to the city you came from eventually as well. Uh, you can use it in formal speech as well. So uh, on this auspicious day of, of Easter, people use it. Uh, he has returned uh, to mark the return of a certain individual in history, but um, it means to come back again uh, in that sense. Uh, but we don't use that very often. We use, usually use the word uh return but we want to give something back to its rightful owner so if you have an item that doesn't belong to you and you give it to someone that it belongs to you're returning that item to them uh, the most common example that we could probably think of is returning a library book or returning something a borrowed thing to a friend uh, you could say for example did you return the car to sarah it means that you had the car it's sarah's car and you, gave, you drove it back to her house to give it to her. So did you return the car to Sarah? So we use it more for that sense rather than a person coming back to his original his or her original place. Um, as a noun, though, uh, the word return is more about money. So we use the word returns as a plural. Uh, it's the money that you earn from your investments. Or potentially lose, but generally it's we use it in a positive way, saying the money you get back. So, for example, we can say, we will see larger returns next year. So that means we'll see more money from our investments than we saw this year. It can also be the place or items that are, are being returned. So, uh, for example, you could say the returns are over there. So you could say that the place where you put the returns is, is in that spot. So I'm returning this library book. Where can I go? You say the returns are over there, right? That's, that means is it's a place or a thing that's being returned. So that is something else we can use the word return to. So again, just to go through that, just to give that a quick review, return does, as a verb, is the formal way of saying to go from one place and then back to the original place. Uh, it could, but it can more commonly be used for as a verb to mean to give back an item to its rightful owner. Um, and then we can use it as a noun, talking about money. We can also use it as a noun, talking about things that you're giving back to somebody or someplace. 
Okay, but now when we're talking about people, talking about them going from one place to another and then coming back, we use the word, like I said, back. Okay, so that's really important. Uh, then we have a few different verbs we can use with the word back, back being a preposition. So we can use the word go, we can use the word come, we use the word get, and we use the word to be, uh, depending on the, the grammar, the context for the uh, the word to be, of course, uh, for all of them, but the, to be especially. So it depends on a couple different things. It's important uh, where the location of the conversation is happening, or it depends on the timing of the conversation, when we have that conversation. So there's kind of two important things there that can change which verb we're going to use in the sentence. So let's break it down. So uh, for example, let's just say that I'm in New York and I am going to Toronto, where I'm from, uh, if I'm from Toronto, which I'm not personally, but that's just pretend that that's the case. So I'm in New York and I'm going to go to Toronto where I come from. And I say to my friend Sam, who's in New York, about going to Toronto, I say, I'm going back to Toronto, right? So I'm going back to Toronto. I'm going to use the word go because I'm in New York and I'm, I'm not... I'm leaving New York, so I need to use the word go because I'm leaving New York, I'm leaving the place. When I call Peter on the phone, I can call him and say, hey, Peter, I'm coming back on Saturday. So I can use the word coming because he's in Toronto. So he he sees me as coming. He sees me going in his direction, not leaving his direction. You can also say, I'll be back on Saturday, or I'll, I get back on Saturday. These three different ways of saying it, are, are a little bit, uh, they have a slightly different meaning because you use the word, I'm coming back on Saturday. It's a little bit more of a formal way of saying it. It's a little bit more, it's a, it's a, it's more about the action of coming back. I would use the word get. So I, I'm getting back on Saturday. I get back on Saturday means it's about the time. I'm trying to show when I'm coming back. That's the important thing. So, for example, in a situation, Peter knows I'm coming to Toronto. He just doesn't know when. So I say I get back on Saturday. So he can know, oh, then that's the time that Matt's in, in, in Toronto. Again, emphasizing the time. I'll be back on Saturday is a similar kind of thing. It means that that's when I'll be back. Uh, again, it's not showing the action more the time of the situation. So we're going to go through a couple different, couple new examples, some different examples, talking about some of the things we, some of these points we just, I just made. So uh, if I call a friend, I say to him, hey, Peter, I told you already, I'll be back on the third. I, so I call my friend Peter and I say, I told you already, I'll be back by the third, not I'm coming back by the third. Okay, so we have to be careful here. So the correct way of saying it is I'll be back by the third. The incorrect way of saying it is saying, I'm coming back by the third. And the reason why I'm using the word by the third, the word by here, is to show that I probably need to be in Toronto no later than the third because something important is happening on the third. So that means I'll be, I'll be there on the first or the second. I don't know, but it means I'll definitely be there before the third of whatever month. Um, but we don't use the word, we don't say coming back by the third. It sounds a little strange. We'll use the word be back. And the reason is because that's an expectation. Uh, the reason we say the word I'll be means that I'll be in the place I need to be on that day. Okay. Uh, for example, we can use this, we can show sometime in the past. Uh, you can say he came back last week. So 
we use that time to show pass. Uh, we can use the word uh, got as well. So he got back last week. Both are fine. It's just giving new information to a person that wasn't that didn't know that I, that he was back. So we can use that as a past tense as well. We can also uh, use the word come back uh, for a couple different other ways. So when we put the stress on the second on the first syllable, that's a comeback. It's a noun at this point, and a comeback can be two different things. Number one, a comeback can be when a team is losing a game in a sport. Uh, so, for example, in a, in a basketball game or a, or a soccer game or a hockey game, if they're losing the game by and then they eventually get more points and win the game. So they come from behind. Let's say it's team A and team B. Team A has one point, team B has three points, but then team A scores three more points and they get to four, and that's that's called a comeback. They were behind and now they won the game. So we call that a comeback. A comeback can also be a person that was out of the picture, out of the public eye. So someone like a singer or an actor or someone very famous, and then they they do something to kind of re-enter the public eye. So what that means is, for example, like uh, uh, an actor gets into a movie that makes him really famous again. He used to be kind of famous, then he was not acting for a while, then he gets into a movie that makes him really famous again. So we call that, he's. it's a bit of a comeback story. We call that a comeback. He was not there before, then he comes back. For example, a guy that starts a, starts a episodic podcast and then doesn't do it for a year and then comes back and starts doing it again. That would be a, this would be a comeback. It's a bit of a exaggeration for my situation, but it is what it is. Um, so that's it for returns and comebacks. Lots of information to to digest in this episode in this lesson. Um, we're going to have a little bit of homework. So what I want you to do is I want you to write a sentence. Explain these three examples. I'm going to give you three situations, and I want you to write a sentence using the word return or comeback, something along those lines. It doesn't have to be the word comeback. It could be uh, go back, get back, or be back as well. Okay, so the first example is Xiaoli calls her parents in Shenyang, tell, uh, calling to talk about her plans to visit for the Spring Festival. So Xiaoli is not in Shenyang. She's going to go to Shenyang for Spring Festival, the, her hometown. So what does she say to her parents? In English, obviously, probably would be speaking Chinese, but let's just pretend they're all speaking English for some reason. Okay, the second example we're going to work with is Julian is asking his son Francis when he is going to return home. So he's calling his friend, he's calling his son Francis, could be at school, he could be in a party, he could be somewhere else that's not home, he's calling to see when he's returning home. What, what, what? sentence could he use for that? What would be the, the verbs for that? And finally, Martin uh, tells Lisa that six is the latest time he returns home. So this sentence, we should be using the word by somewhere in the sentence, the preposition by to show the time. So again, six o'clock is the latest time he returns home. So use this, write a, a sentence for each of those three situations and see what we come up with. Uh, if you have any questions, of course, you just uh, email me bitesizedenglish at gmail.com or hit me up on Twitter, bitesizedpod, uh, and I can respond to anyone's post that way. And uh, that's it for the episode, and I'll see you guys next time.